Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. This week, we're excited to bring you a message from a brand new series, Who's on the Mic? Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. Third thing we always laugh about in meetings here is uh, when you do open up the floor and you say everybody can share, but you've got a minute or two. Uh, rule number three is never let go of the mic. <laughs> do you know that rule? It's like, oh, you'd like to share? Great, come. And as soon as the person comes, you know, most likely they're trying to get a hold of that microphone and that's fine. You can hold it and I can hold it, but we're both gonna hold it. Well, what, what does that mean? It just, it's not a, a negative thing again. It just means that sometimes people will have a tendency without knowing it to take the two minute boundary that we had so that we could have a healthy meeting. And now there was a 26 minute story and we've lost all the atmosphere and direction and focus. And so you keep your hand on the mic so that when the appropriate moment comes, you go, wow, that is so great. Can we just all say thank you to Shirley because wow, that was amazing. Everybody claps, we all feel great. And we had a nice conclusion. Does anybody else have something you'd like to share? Remember, we're trying to keep our stories to two minutes. Great, awesome. I'm holding the mic. Why? Because I'm guarding my heart. So take it out of the meeting for a minute, translate it into your life. How do you hold the mic? Well, Jesus gave us a pretty amazing picture of this and he's such a good role model because he knew what God wanted him to be about. But Jesus himself had to constantly guard his heart, especially from the opinions of other people. Because every one of his days was talk radio. And he had to make sure he kept control of the mic. I love this story, Matthew 16, Peter has been a hero, beginning in verse 13, he knew the right answer. Um, who, do, who do people say that I am? And then he, he said to his followers, Jesus did, but who do you say that I am? Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus affirmed that, you know, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my father in heaven and you're Peter and on this rock, I'll build my church. The grace of, gates of Hades won't prevail against it. And beautiful story. Peter feels good. Everybody's excited. And Jesus is affirming, you're one of my guys. I got 12 guys. You're one of my three guys. You're in my inner circle. So you're, you're, you're close by and I'm counting on you. But the very next verse, the very next phrase says, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Now you and I think that's a great plan. Thank you, Jesus, that that was the plan. Peter saw it differently, verse 22. Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. And then one of our all-time favorite verses, verse 23. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. Why? Because you do not have in mind the things of God, 
but the things of men. What he was really saying was, your opinion is different than God's agenda. Therefore, you're gonna have to get in the back. And I'm not suggesting that you start making a habit out of telling your friends through the day tomorrow, get thee behind me, Bob. (laughs) But I am suggesting that the opinion of man has to get thee behind the opinion of God. And that happens when you never let go of the mic. And you say, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for calling, texting, coming by my office, for sending me that note. That was awesome and amazing. Thank you so much. I've still got the mic. Can we all thank Peter for that brilliant insight? Now you're gonna have to get in the back because everything that's not God's agenda goes in the back. And God's agenda for my life, Jesus was saying, stays in the front. He was guarding his heart. And the last thing you do in a great meeting after you've done all that, of course, you've done some other things and cast some vision, explained some things, gone over some reports, blah, blah, blah. But you wrap up with a positive and inspiring landing. You say the best for last. And that's what you've got to do on Thursday. You've got to start with a plan and a plant. I'm going to start with something positive today. I'm going to set boundaries. I'm going to keep hold of the mic. But at the end of the day, you've got to end your story with something positive that God has spoken over your life. You've got to guard your heart. But the second word is you've got to garner something. And what are we garnering? We're garnering God's opinion of us. You've got to take the time to immerse yourself in the agenda of God for your life and the attitude of God about who you are. Otherwise, you could live your whole life on one sentence from somebody else. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com slash Church one